A lot of you have been asking me for insomnia treatment options, so I want to let you know I have launched an insomnia treatment course. It's a very structured and effective treatment program with a lot of clinical evidence support. So one course is in Chinese and one is in English. You can find it at deepintosleep.co/insomnia. Hi, welcome to Deep Into Sleep. I'm Dr. Ishan, a board-certified sleep specialist. About two years ago, I felt quite stressed and took much longer for me to fall asleep. I still remember back then. I tried to listen to some random long tarot card reading videos on YouTube with a soothing voice while I'm in bed, and sometimes I actually could fall asleep halfway through listening. Have you done anything similar? If you do. Are you worried about bothering your bad partner if you have one? With this question, I interviewed a family doctor and entrepreneur, Dr. Lai. She and her husband, Jason, they are the founder of Acoustic Sleep. They sent me one of their products, the Sleep Phones. It's actually a hairband with Bluetooth earphones inside, so I can wear it, go to bed, and listen to something、um, before I go to sleep. At the end of today's episode, I will share with you my own trial experience with their products while I'm sleeping. So they also offer a ten percent off coupon for you. So again, this episode is not sponsored by them. Let's just be curious together and explore their journey in the sleep field. Hello, Dr. Lai and、uh, Jason. Welcome to Deep Into Sleep podcast. Hello. Happy to be here. I'm very happy to have you guys because you know、um, I interview a lot of、uh, either sleep doctors, sleep specialists, or、uh, actually patients suffering from different sleep disorders. But I think it's the first time I have a family doctor here, and also a couple who are entrepreneurs who do business together. So very happy to have you guys. How about you guys introduce yourself to our audience first? Sure.、Um, so I'm Dr. Wei Shen Lai, and I am. Well, I used to be a family doctor,、uh, and I practiced for about ten years. In that process, I was taking phone calls late at night and having trouble getting back to sleep. So that led to our invention,、uh, sleep phones. And so、uh, we transitioned from being a doctor to being an entrepreneur. And so now we're you know full time in the business. And I'm. Jason Wolf, a former video game developer, and、uh, that's definitely a field where you、uh, appreciate getting your sleep. You regret it when you miss it. So, so it's, <laughs> it's been a very important topic to both of us. Great. So it sounds like your backgrounds are very different, but it's a great combination together, right? To do a really cool invention. And so, what are some sleep challenges really lead you guys into this field? When you're on call as a doctor, you get phone calls in the middle of the night.、Uh, you know, it could be a parent worried about their sick kid, or you know, somebody who's having trouble with indigestion and but thinking they have a heart attack, or or maybe they are having a heart attack. You know, sometimes you get really、um, important calls, and and then you start worrying about it. <laughs>、um, so you know, I was a young doctor, and I would turn on my computer, research their history, look at all their medications and all this stuff, and then it would be like at three a.m., and then I couldn't get back to sleep. 
Um, and so I was complaining about that to Jason. And he found some music for me to listen to, some music called binaural beats, which are specialized sounds that can kind of help to relax your brain. Uh, ease you into the right state for sleep, right? Yeah. So we um, we looked into that and I, I thought, okay, sure, why not? I'll try it. But then headphones are very bulky and I can't sleep on my side. And then the earbuds just poke in my ears and they hurt. Brought home some speakers one day. <laughs> Um, and then uh, a whole bunch of fabric and stuff. And then he's like, well, let's make something. So we, we started fiddling around, you know, just kind of crafting and stuff and discovered when we put very thin speakers inside of a soft and stretchy headband, like the kind that you might wear for sports or something like that, that the speakers would stay in place. And then because they're thin, you can lay on your side and sleep on them and it wouldn't hurt or anything. And then the music, whatever you listen to, you know, I started with the binaural beats and then I got into um, some, there is, yeah. Some like guided meditation and then hypnosis and stuff like that. And so got into all of that and and it really worked for me. You know, I just needed somebody to tell me to sleep. (laughs) And and I realized I have to admit that, you know, with the, you know, I stay up coding all, all night and, and, you know, quite frequently, there will always be some reason to stay up. A good part of my life, me not having the proper respect for sleep. And, and even in this business, there are always reasons to stay up and there's always more to do, particularly as you start to age a bit. I, I respect <laughs> sleep a lot more. And, and, and I do apply that to back then too. I would have been effective. I would have been more effective back then if I had more respect for sleep. Right. Well, sounds like both of your experience are um, perfect examples of sleep deprivation nowadays, actually. Right. We either stay up working late or we purposely uh, because something happened, make us worry. So we just, uh, um, you know, deprive our own sleep. And then even we want to prioritize our sleep, we we couldn't. Um, Things just get in the way. But also sounds like Dr. Lai, you you may like start worrying and that may trigger more like uh, actually symptoms of insomnia further. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And and it, it is one of those things where you're like, okay, now it's been an hour and I've been laying in bed and I'm still not asleep and I, I have to work tomorrow. And, and so then the, the worry precipitates even more, right? And, you know, I struggled through all of med school with that kind of thing too, because they make you take call as a, even as a third year medical student. And so from then on, my sleep was disrupted uh, very significantly. And, and I am a warrior, so it, it's been difficult. That's why I really needed some kind of non-pharmaceutical solution, especially when you're on call and you have to be like wide awake for the next call. You, you can't be drowsy. You can't take anything for it. You just have to, you know, train your mind to relax itself. Right, right. Exactly. That's a part of our treatment is you have to train person to do that, but it's really hard to not worry about sleep, worry about things. I always say uh, starting this company solved a lot of our problems sleeping, not necessarily through use of the product, but because we'd be so tired at the end of the day, keeping up with, with the demand. <laughs> well, you know, that's a realistic concern, right? I think the best product should be rooted in daily life challenges you are solving a painful point for a lot of people. If Dr. Lai experiences 
imagine how many medical students, doctors, and other professionals are experiencing the same thing. I'm in uh, Silicon Valley, and so many engineers, right? So many young professionals, they are all going through the same thing, coding all night, stay up late, and worry about things. Even myself, I'm a psychologist. I remember years ago, sometimes I have high-risk patients. Sometimes they just randomly going to send me an email, say they're going to kill someone the next day. I was like, oh no, should I report this and what this is? So that definitely going to keep me up late at night or I just keep on worrying, right? There's a lot of things to consider. Their own safety, other people's safety, my own liability. <laughs> a lot of decisions to come up all of a sudden. Right. And at night, in the middle of the night, when our brain are not really working, that's horrible. Right. <laughs> <laughs> then, like the next day, you're like, why did I do that? Oh, <laughs> yeah. A lot of my patients told me they tend to worry a lot, a lot at night, think a lot, um, stop themselves from sleeping. But the next day, basically, whatever they thought about, have to rethink about it. <laughs> right. Did not reach a conclusion, even though they may lay on bed spend a lot of time thinking yeah you know that that you you bring up the point of it's not just me it's other people too and so that's kind of how the company got started was you know i i had these headphones and i was like hey it works for me i'm prescribing sleeping pills you know i go to work the next day and i start uh, prescribing pills to people and i'm thinking you know well i, I you know I'm, i know that they're anxious you know, and they're already taking anti-anxiety medications. And now I'm prescribing them yet another thing that could potentially be addictive, right? Or cause side effects that are unintended. That's kind of what spurred us on to say, well, let's let's make some yeah. more, you know? A lot of this comes from a, a doctor who didn't like prescribing pills. <laughs> <laughs> Which we need more doctors like that, especially for sleep, right? I'm curious back then, uh, when you practiced, how many sleeping pills you find yourself are pre prescribing or how many people are coming for that, those kind of pills? That's a good question. Um, so I was in a very general family practice at that time. And sleep is one of those things that people don't often bring up to their doctor, right? Because they're like, well, it's just something I have to deal with on my own. And, you know, I go to my doctor for my diabetes. I don't go to complain about not sleeping. It didn't come up super often, but, you know, I'd say maybe one in 20, they'll say, you know, I'm not sleeping well. And, you know, when it's kind of brief and superficial and they're not like, this is my problem, right? I, I, have, I have such and such problems, but, and I'm also not sleeping well. When it's like that, then I usually just talk about the sleep hygiene. Mm. Uh, all of the usual things, you know, going to bed at a regular time, waking up at a regular time, no lights, all, all that kind of stuff. But probably uh, three to 5% of the time, they'll actually address it as one of their main problems. Mm. And then after uh, I was in family practice, I actually went to work at Penn State as one of their student health doctors. Um, so I saw mostly college students and a lot of graduate students. The graduate students are in, under so much stress. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, most of them came in for, for some kind of antidepressant <laughs> and, and something for sleep. So a lot of uh, sleeping pills then too. Wow. It, it, yeah. It seems that there's a lot more awareness of, of lack of sleep being a problem now. I, I like to think we're, we're you know, a part of helping to grow that, right? 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, I remember, like, I I came from China, right? I never really drink coffee when I grew up. It's just not part of the culture back then. And I start drinking coffee exactly from graduate school in America. <laughs> That's so stressful. That's tell us the two end story, right? On one end at night, what our sleep look like, how uh, we have to stay up late working and doing other things, and then the other end is in the morning, how we're gonna wake our ourselves up, how we're going to keep alert. And I definitely see a lot of other graduate students consume a lot of coffee. Every morning we go to classes, every single person has a cup of coffee on their hand. We both quit for a while, a few months ago. It's interesting. It's a whole different world. (laughs) Oh, wow. Tell me about that. Because your sleep gets better or you're trying to be healthier. I think it was more an experiment to be healthier and, and to see like if it would impact us in a way. Yeah. To, to see if it would help sleep, but also if we got back on coffee after being off, what does that feel like? <laughs> so we're, we're kind of uh, scientists and we experiment with our, our, our own brains. <laughs> you, may, you may come back to that. I might get back to that, but, but we're back on it. Yeah. Wow. It's really not easy. A lot of my patients who have insomnia, you know, uh, when they cannot sleep well or they find themselves could not fall asleep, the first thing they want to let go is coffee. But then they may have caffeine withdrawal symptom, right, to make the sleep even worse. So I don't know whether your journey of quitting coffee is easier. I didn't drink coffee. Um all through med school and residency and everything. And, and I only started drinking coffee with my second child. Oh, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> so just a few years ago and, uh, and it's one cup a day. It's been, it's been steady. And, uh, and yeah, I tried, you know, about a week. Uh, it was the wrong decision for both of us to go off of coffee at the same week. That was not the thing to do. <laughs> so yeah, so I got back on fairly quickly, unfortunately. Um, There's a difference. I, I didn't feel as debilitated as I'd been led to, to believe I would. I, I don't know. If, uh, yeah, it's very interesting, but it's definitely, yeah, it was definitely a difference in a throughout the day. Right. So I'm very curious since you talk about your products, the sleep phones, right? And you talk about when you practice, you notice different populations and they, they may have different uh, um, need. For, for this concept, listening to something to sleep, a lot of people want to do that as a replacement of medication. I also know it's not every single person need that or like it. And I definitely see backfire for severe insomnia patients. They rely on that. It does not work, right? They listen to meditation after meditation, music after music. They still cannot fall asleep. Then they're like, oh no. <laughs> so I'm curious, um, have you noticed what kind of population using your product the most? So I think one of the populations that have the most benefit uh, would probably be the tinnitus population, people uh-huh. who have the ringing in their ears. And they really need something to help drown out that sound and to distract themselves from that. Um, it seems universal that they need something at, at bedtime. They, they either use fans. Before discovering our product, they, they use fans or some kind of white noise machine or something like that. 
but some of them really prefer the music or nature sounds or something along those lines. And it depends on the tinnitus that, you know, there are different types of sounds that people hear. It's not all just a high pitched ringing sound. Um, sometimes it's pulsatile or, you know, th they're different things. Um, and so depends on what it is, they use certain masking kind of sounds. So I, I think that's really the population that almost universally benefit. But a lot of people who deal with stress um, and insomnia do benefit. And then we also found that um, people who have a snoring partner also need that distraction. And, you know, and part of our, our big uh, machine learning project we're working on now is, is to kind of uh, help uh, determine what sounds benefit what uh, groups of the population the most. So, so we're very excited to have a better answer to that question in the future. Oh, cool. Do you want to uh, explain that more? Because I feel like in the sleep science field, nowadays a lot of scientists or researchers are um, collaborating with some companies really bringing AI into the field, right? I know, for example, when we do sleep studies in the lab, like how to scoring the results, how to use it to really diagnose sleep apnea and other things. It used to be really labor intensive. I know researchers have been working on how to bring AI to use machine to really analyze the pattern and help with the diagnose. So, um, but your idea and this path sounds also very new and interesting. What, what do you think AI can bring in to this falling asleep part to help us? So one of the uh, the aspects of uh, selling this product, uh, one of the things that we encountered a lot was uh, people would get the delivery mechanism. They'd be very excited about it, but then they would ask us what to listen to. Right. And, you know, oftentimes they had something they wanted to listen to, but they'd ask us what what else to listen to or where else can I go. You know, we certainly had the things that were our favorite things to listen to, things we enjoyed, and you know there were other things to listen to. Uh, maybe folks folks made assertions about them. You know that we were a little more skeptical about, but but we tried to to you know like make people aware of things, but not to push anything too hard because it is a very subjective thing. You know, we, we never really you know knew what actually works and what works best for what people, right? So so uh, after just years of being asked this question and be kind of careful about it, yeah, it really grew our curiosity, right? I think we became mm -hmm. very curious about it. So uh, we created a a project. We're using a, a you know kind of a fairly simple evolutionary algorithm. And you know, the complexity comes in where we research the folklore to find out what questions to ask. So we, we created this, this system that would answer questions for us about what actually worked and what assertions were right. And we just collected just a massive amount of this, this folklore. And we were you know, very agnostic about, it. we didn't take a position on it. We wanted to put it in the system, even if it was something that, that we felt was maybe a little bit pseudoscience or came from a different uh, faith background than, than, than we really understood. And we created a system to test all of it. And it's been running for a while. I think we've had 100,000 sessions and a, a lot of users. We're you know about to go through a process of, of interrogating this data more and more to find out what helped who. And we're very excited about it. Very popular. We're, we're several generations in. Yeah. 23 generations in. Now. Right. It's kind of fun to see because uh, at the beginning, a lot of people did not like the sounds, <laughs> um, which is expected, Perfectly, right? Yeah, yeah. But but nowadays, uh, you know, so many generations in, I think it has actually improved significantly because uh, people are are skipping fewer tracks 
and upvoting more and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah, it's working. It's the, the <laughs> feedback we get has changed over time. You know, it, it, originally it was uh, we would ask folks to, you know, to contribute to the project, to help us gather data, and it, and we've very much shifted to help us learn to more of a this will help you kind of approach as we as we gain confidence and the system becomes better and better trained. Yeah, so sounds like it's possible in the future someone get your product and will based on who they are, what kind of uh, uh, things they need. Um, the your product or the system will recommend certain songs that could help them the most, or through listening for a while, you're gonna learn and then start recommending different things. Yes, that that's the goal. Um, we feel like you know, not only are we selling this um, sleep phones, you know, the the most comfortable headphones you can wear in bed, but we really want to advance the state of sleep. Um, the science of it, uh, because, you know, we are scientists and he has the ability to, to write this code and, and we have a great team. Yeah. We've had some, some people really care about sound and and music and, Uh, and sleep. Right. And, and, you know, kind of shifted my, my focus from general medicine to now sleep. And, um, you know, it's really, it's become a calling to, um, to, be able to benefit the world in this way. Um, so it, it's really a fun journey. Yeah, uh, there's two parts to it really, right? On one hand, uh, it's getting better and better at helping people sleep. And on the other hand, we've uh, built this you know, very unique corpus, I think that we can in- interrogate uh, further to, to learn a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this field is so young. Sleep science field is, uh, I think it's only 50 years um ish so there's a lot more we don't know about sleep i'm very happy to see like entrepreneurs like you and some other entrepreneurs i interviewed before i actually think you guys could collaborate in a certain way because some people they are working on generating stories just read stories that's another way right to help people fall asleep before bedtime they are producing some songs, some kind of things to for, for people to listen. And what you are doing is to provide a device people can wear comfortably to listen. And sounds like right now you are combining both the song and what things people listen and the device. That's going to be even better. When I got your sample of device, my question was also, hmm, okay, this is Bluetooth. Wonderful. It can last a long time. Great. What I should listen. So I'm thinking, well, where I should find what to listen? <laughs> yeah, well, um, so, so you can actually download Sleep Sounds by Acoustic Sheep. Uh, on on your phone right now. Smart device. Yeah. yeah any any uh, you know we, it's it's on Apple and Android uh, platforms. So yeah, the the, the folks uh, using it experience through an app. They, they experience it through an app. But I I always like to say it's so much bigger than that because it is this artificial uh, genome uh, and uh, it turns out new songs, new sounds every night, and it's uh, it's cool. Yeah. Oh, I I gonna have to download it and try. I like the concept behind it. I agree. The concept of what you guys are working on, very meaningful, it's big. It could be very impactful, right? Even though right now it may just present itself in a certain way, but there's a lot of potentials. So I'm curious, you've been full in, both of you, in this business. So this possibly been going on for a while. Any interesting, really inspiring uh, users' stories you want to share with our <laughs> audience? 
Well, I guess, um, so there, there was one funny one. Um, a, a guy in Kentucky, uh, his wife had ordered some sleep phones and because he was a snorer. And he's he's just like poo-pooing the whole thing. He's like, oh, are you even kidding? I don't snore that badly. And is it even going to work? But she started wearing the sleep phones and then she started snoring herself. <laughs> Because she was now sleeping so well. And so then he's like, but uh, I'm I'm writing today because I have to order sleep phones now. <laughs> <laughs> so they're blocking each other's snoring. It's, it was hilarious. We, we found that one was really funny. That is very funny. Wow. <laughs> Did you have? have Do I have? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Too uh, many. <laughs> a lot of stories to tell. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're very proud to have uh, sold to uh, every continent, or we have product in every continent, right? Or, Even yeah, Antarctica. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At a research station, that, that was a quite a, <laughs> something to talk about. Yeah, just, 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 you know, various. A lot of people, you know, you know, and you know, we can't make assertions, right? But a lot of people report, I have this medical condition or that, and this has helped me so much, and uh, it's it's always good to hear. It's, it's wonderful to have helped so many people. Right. What are some medical conditions you noticed people uh, use this kind of uh, phone uh, to that really help them relieve the symptoms? Well, certainly insomnia. Um, one nurse wrote in and said that she had been taking sleeping pills for 10 years and, you know, she was able to come off uh, because oh. of this. And um, people who I don't know if you've heard of ASMR. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, and so there, there's some people who like to listen to that to help it's them a great sleep. Case. Yeah. yeah. Um, some people like the lucid dream. That's kind of fun too. And, and, you know, the, having the sounds there, they're like, oh yeah, okay. I'm in a dream and I hear this music and I, you know, now I can lucid dream and stuff like that. So the, there's that use case. And then um, we, we get great, you know, very anecdotal uh, positive reports from folks with uh, autism, right. Or, yes. or family members with autism. Mm-hmm. Right. That's important. Well, how, how, what kind of uh, autism, it, it can help autism? Because my clinic, we do do autism uh, diagnose. Uh, so we see a lot of kids with autism and it's really hard to do intervention for them. And I know kids with autism normally have a lot of sleep problem, which is really hard to treat because normal way may not apply to them. Right. Kids, um, so so we don't necessarily recommend sleep phones for anybody who get, could get kind of tangled up in stuff. So I wouldn't recommend it to young kids. But, you know, most six-year-olds can probably take something off of their head and not get it wrapped around their neck or something like that, right? So um, they, they need to be capable of that. People who, you know, wrote in about using it uh, for their kids with autism, it's often been because uh, the child has sensory processing, it, you know, obviously that's the definition of autism, but <laughs> um, has, has some kind of a, um, a, a tactile uh, sensory issue. And so regular headphones either push too hard on their ears um, and they don't like that. At the same time, noises uh, bother them a lot. Uh, so any loud, you know, any sound really becomes amplified uh, in, in a way that's almost like misophonia. Um, and so then they need something else to distract from that. So yeah, various sensory uh, processing issues uh, can lead to 
the need for you know a softer, gentler way to listen to music. We've certainly had folks report that they would use the device to calm themselves in situations where they would be you know uncomfortable and just like the dentist chair has the, yeah. the one. I think we get that a lot. Yeah. Oh, cool. So they actually bring it to dentist's office. <laughs> I have. <laughs> That's possibly a great idea. Uh, one of the dental office I went, they actually have the movie. So they gave you a big headphone like this that asks you to watch movie. That definitely distracted me. But imagine without that, right? That's like horrible. <laughs> Everything you, you feel, even though you're numb, is still you can sense every step what they are doing to your teeth. We'll have to talk about that to our dentist. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious what comes. There seems like a lot of collaborations you can build. Right? <laughs> so, if our audience are curious about your product, want to learn more about that, where can they find you guys? Uh, sleepphones.com. So, that's S L E E P, you know, sleep, and then phones, P H O N E S, uh, like a cell phone, uh, sleepphones.com. And uh, yeah, you know, you can buy our products there. Uh, we actually have lots of blog articles and information and links to sounds that you can listen to, all that kind of stuff. And um, if you sign up for the newsletter, you know, we'll, we'll definitely push that information out as well. Uh, so every now and then, you know, when we release new music, we'll push that out or find some new things for people to, uh, to learn about or uh, be interested in, we'll push that out as well. Great. Yeah. I'm curious to find out more the songs you are um, pushing out. And I think it's possibly great for some of my patients to give it a try too. And uh, because I, I can definitely imagine for some people, like possibly more mild insomnia, if they're not super focused on, oh, I need to rely on something to save me, then they possibly benefit, right? Some of the uh, new technologies and the new songs you find out that is helpful for most people. With a lot less risk than some other solutions, perhaps. <laughs> oh, yeah. I am also like, uh, because evidence-based treatment nowadays for insomnia, right, is not medication. Uh, I'm not uh, definitely <laughs> supportive to the sleeping pills. I think it's more negative consequences for that. I more try to promote other methods. And I know there are a lot of different methods can help some people. There's no, I don't think there's a single method could save everyone, but it's great for us to know there are different resources, different things people can try out there. Yeah, um, you know, cognitive behavior therapy is highly effective uh, for insomnia and just sleeping problems in general. And I think sleep phones can definitely be part of that solution because it is kind of a regular thing that you need to incorporate. And a lot of people, uh, once they start using our product, they build very positive associations uh, with their sleep phones. And so, you know, they train themselves as soon as they put it on. Okay, that's my happy place. <laughs> and then they zone out and they go to bed. So um, that I, I think it's an important part of getting into that routine uh, and part of cognitive behavior therapy for insomnia. There's there's some ritual to it, and and mm -hmm. and we find a lot of uh, care providers are creating audio, and uh, we, we've got a very good way to uh, to listen to it. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even myself, because I treat Chinese people, right? Chinese patients, and there's not a lot of great resources there. So sometimes I would record certain relaxations, meditations in Chinese, and ask my uh, insomnia patients to listen to them every night before bedtime. But then I don't know what they use to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the thing I ever ask. <laughs> I know what I hope they use. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're not the only one. Uh, um, we actually collaborate with a lot of doctors on that kind of thing. Um, yeah, so they they prescribe certain positive affirmations um, and things like that to for their patients to listen to. And then we get people writing in saying, oh, yeah, I listen to my affirmations with sleep foams. Or hypnosis tracks or, or guided imagery. Yeah, there, there's, mm-hmm. there's no end of things uh, to listen. Yeah, those are very popular now, right? A lot of apps out there for those songs, meditations, hypnosis music. Um, the device part, uh, really, um, not that many. I think there are, there are definitely people are still working on that, need to be comfortable. So I think sounds like your product definitely part of that uh, which is lacking right now, which is great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so so our our product has the longest uh, battery life, twenty four hours, out of any product out there for sure, by far, uh, for for the wireless, of and, course. And that's a conservative estimate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. When one day he came home and he's still wearing the sleep the, the sleep phones uh, after several days, and I was like, "Are you still wearing that thing?" And it had been going on for over fifty something hours. We're we're doing our testing right and. <laughs> that, was, that was a difficult product iteration to, to fully to test. test. Yeah. Yes, that was a lot of hours of listening to stuff. <laughs> okay. But it's it's definitely very important. Personally, I don't like to charge anything, right? That's why I don't have any like tracker watch because I don't want to take them off, charge them. I'm going to forget. <laughs> yeah, there, there are like some some copycats out there. I'll admit that. Um, but but ours, uh, we we are very careful with how we plan our supply chain. Uh, and we do a lot in Erie, Pennsylvania, um, and we ship out to the entire world from Erie, Pennsylvania. Um, and so we're very careful about quality control and then making sure that it is the best product on the market and that nothing else can compare. And so we, we're always incorporating the latest technology. It, yeah. And we stick with about the comfort in particular. Yeah. Right. I always feel great when there's uh, researchers, right, and the professionals behind uh, the products rather than just <laughs> people want money and they jump into it and then they they do whatever they want. I really care about patients, uh, their benefit, their well-being, right? So I like how you really use your uh, researcher's mind, both of you, to help with this. And as a previous doctor, and I think you also care about patients' well-being too. So that's very reassuring, I think. Hopefully our audience finds the same way. But thank you very much for sharing this wonderful journey with us and uh, good luck with your products, with your new products and new research. It was a great conversation. Thank you for having us on. Thank you. Hope you liked today's interview. So here is my own trial story. After I got it, I opened the box and fully charged the sleep phones during the day. Then I put it on my head around 11.30 p.m. I started listening to a podcast. So I had it on my head throughout the night and took it off around 4 a.m. So overall, 
When I tried it for one night, I think there are both things I like about it and things I'm not quite sure about it. So let's talk about what I like about this product. There are three things I like about it. First, Bluetooth is very easy to connect to my iPhone. Second, the sound quality actually is pretty good. I think it's very clear. The third, it actually stays on my head very well over the night, even though I turn around a lot. It did not fall off. So let's talk about what I'm not quite sure about it. Number one, whether it's comfortable. I'm actually not used to having something wrapping around my head and covering my ears at night. So it actually took some time for me to really get used to it. Number two, I am someone always sleep on my side. So when I do that, you, I can actually feel the earphone around my ear area. It's like a hard uh, little thing outside my ear area. Even though it's wrapped up by very comfortable fabric, I can still feel it. So it's not very comfortable, I have to admit. Three, so when I turn around in my bed, sometimes I can feel the sound from one ear is louder and more clear than the other ear. I guess it's because I did not wrap it around my ear very well, so I end up adjusting it several times before I fall asleep. Number four, so uh, the battery design, I think that's right around my neck area. So actually when I lay down flat, I can feel it a little bit between my neck and my pillow. I don't like it very much, but I was able to ignore it pretty quickly. Number six, so around 4 a.m., I was turning around in bed and it's a brief awakening moment. So I heard a beep sound. So I was not sure whether because I was turning around my head touched or triggered some the button by accident. So it shut down this uh, product or it's actually out of battery. So I was not listening to anything at that time. So I don't know whether it's still working. I just take it off and look at my clock. It's 4 a.m. The product on the cover, it says it comes with eight hours of battery life. You're supposed to be able to listen to things for eight hours, I guess. So uh, I'm not sure what that beep sound is. Number seven, I don't know if I have a bad partner who snores really loud, how much this product could help me block the sound uh, to what extent. So I have no idea about that one. If you are listening and you have used the sleep phones, please feel free to leave me a message, share your story with me, let me know how much you like it or not like it, whether it can help you block the snoring sound or not. So at the end, let me offer you the 10% off coupon the uh, Dr. Lai and Jason offer to us. So the coupon code is D-A-F-F-O-D-I-L. Uh, I will put it in the description box as well. So this coupon code uh, expires at May the 31st, 2022. So if you use this to go to sleepphones.com, you can get 10% off. So again, hopefully my trial experience and the interview is helpful to you if you are looking for something on the market to help you with your sleep. This episode is not sponsored by them. I just received their products. I'm curious. I tried it out myself and I want to share my honest experience with you. So let me know how you think, um, whether if you bought it, whether you like it or not. I would like to hear more of from you that can help me 
to decide what products I can mention to my patients, what I should avoid mentioning. Well, thank you for listening. This is Dr. Ishan. I hope you have a great night of sleep, and I hope you get something from today's interview. So I will see you next episode. Sleep is an individual thing. We all sleep differently, and there is so much we can do to improve sleep quality. Keep hope and carry on. This podcast is for general informational purpose only and does not include the practice of medicine or other health professional services. Usage of the information we share is at the listener's own risk. And our content does not intend to be a substitute for any medical and professional services, diagnoses, and treatment. Please seek professional health services as needed. Are you suffering from insomnia? I promise you, the CBTI method in my course will definitely help you. Even if several nights of better sleep, that would be a world-changing experience for you. I have had so many success from my insomnia patients who have taken this course over the years. If you know someone who are struggling with sleep, go to my website and check out my course at deepintosleep.co forward slash insomnia.